0: Thank you for listening to the program. In Matthew, he records a statement that the Lord made in a very serious conversation he had with Pharisees who were saying an unbelievable thing about him, and that was, you cast out demons by the power of Beelzebub, the very prince of demons. They accused him, and he said, you can curse me, you can say a word against the Son of Man, against Christ, and it can be forgiven you, but this sin, he says, when you blaspheme against the Holy Spirit, it shall not be forgiven you in this world or the world to come. That is a heavy conversation. (laughs) It really is. A few verses later, he's saying to them, A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. An evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil things. But I say unto you, Every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account of thereof in the day of judgment. I was going to read that verse first, but that's what I was looking at. Because I remember that this other, when I heard this passage read as a young person uh, in church, you know, not knowing anything or believing, actually thought I did, I guess. But anyway, this other here kind of went over the, the, over my head. But I heard this here. Every you will be held in. you will give an account for every word you say every idle word you say And I took that as wow. I can't even say I'm going to the store to get something to eat. Do you want anything? That's idle words. So I'm going to how am I going to be judged on that didn't say it right or happy enough See and as a kid I thought that that is not even what the word idle means. So I want to start with that and bring out, obviously, what it does mean. And for just the uh, context alone, he says, uh, I say unto you every idle word that you speak, give an account of. And really over here, he says, farther over in Matthew, he says, The things that, out of the heart, the things that come out of your mouth, come out of your heart. And these things are evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications... Theft, false witness, blasphemies—these are the things that defile a man. So those are not idle things by any means. Those are very evil and negative things, and the good things would be the opposite of that. So out of the a good man, out of the good treasure, brings forth good things. Evil man brings forth evil things. But you'll be judged. For every idle word. The word, the obvious way to understand it is the confusion here. And I don't mean to use that. to to, I guess I did. mean to use that to get started here. He said to the workers in uh, the parable. uh, There again in Matthew here in chapter 20. Why do you stand here idle all day? He went, you know, first of the day hired some third hour, sixth hour or sixth, ninth hour. Then went back at the eleventh hour. And said, why are you standing here idle and not working? And he, they said, well, nobody hired, n- nobody's hired us. He said, I will. Go and work in my vineyard for one hour, and I'll pay you what is right. Now, they were standing there idle, and that was not working. That's what the word means. You've heard the word ergo. Uh, that means uh, that'll work, or because of that, this will work, or... or I've got a new car, ergo, I'm going on a road trip. Well, that car makes the road trip work or else you're walking on a road trip and that's not what you're saying. So the idea of being idle is something that it's, that's one way to look at it is you're not working. The word means ergo and you put a a negative in front of it, uh, one letter in front of it to make it negative. Not working. It's not working. And very quickly on the farm as a kid, I saw it. Uh, they were trying different plows to work on, trying to plow a crop a certain way. And somebody said, "Well, this new one here come out. It, it's supposed to be designed to to work on that." And they tried it, and it didn't work. And and somebody said, "Well, it should work." And an old guy said, "Well, it ain't working." so they went back to another one and that did work is whatever I never forgot that' it was supposed to be a new plow right off the shelf designed just for this kind of ground no man well it ain't working it doesn't matter what you call it or it ain't working so that's the word it ain't working it ain't it isn't working um, but their words uh, they were they weren't working uh, so but what about your words being idle then Always to me, anyway, the best way to try, try to understand something is where it's used and translated that way. And in the, believe it or not, in the resurrection, when the women came to them and said, um, we've seen him, we, he's risen, he's alive. And it said they heard them as if they were idle tales. Oh, here it is. Their words seemed to them as idle tales. That is, ah, uh, ergo. The, the, and they weren't uh, uh, neutral. That's not neutral. It's idle means not working. It doesn't work. And their words were, couldn't have been more true. He's alive. We've seen him, talked to him. And But their words seem to the eleven there, or the men left there in the room, as idle tales. It's a lot like when they said, Paul, he's just a babbler. Well, what he was saying certainly wasn't, but to them it was that. And so the apostles or the 11 here listening to the women, it was like we're hearing uh, a story uh, rhyme or a nursery rhyme. It, it doesn't make sense. It might as well be idle tales, wives tales. That's, it's, it's kind of, But that's the meaning of that. And uh, maybe one more place where they said, um, this is um, in uh, First Timothy, Paul wrote to him. He says, uh, younger widows, talking about the church taking care of people and younger widows, they want to give their life to God. They lose their husband or something young. He said, be careful because when they get older then and grow up, they'll wish they hadn't done that. And and then go ahead and get married and, and somehow that would be a that would be a violation of, of kind of doing because they promised the Lord they would sell out like one of the widows there in the temple there every day and night and, and grew old and was one of the ones there told them in the, about the Lord when he was born. But anyway, um, these they, what they'll do is they cast off their first faith, the, their idea of what they, not they don't believe, but they have begun, they wax want against christ and they will marry and then they have a problem damnation he called it but not lost just shouldn't have done that you don't make an oath and not keep it it doesn't mean your salvation or it just doesn't it means you're you've broke your word to him but they cast that off and and then they learn to be idle and you say well that's not doing anything well that's true but you read the verse he's saying or i'll I'll read it to me i wandering from house to house, not only idle, not only idle, and that's not working. What they're doing is not working, wandering around, but they become tattlers. And that means just got a whole lot of news, a whole lot of stuff to say, just overflowing. And then also, then they become busybodies, speaking things which they ought not to speak. So there, that's what happens from being idle, not not doing anything, but it's not working what you're doing. And then tattlers over talking too much or overflowing with new that's leads to confusion at the best, just bored or whatever. But busybody means it uses the word ergo, but it means all around. You work, you work it all around with all the people, kind of like get everybody on the same and then to get done what you want. You're a busybody. Well, I got to go. I got to go talk so and so. And then you're there 20 minutes saying all this stuff that may not be gossip, but probably pretty close. There's things you shouldn't say. Well, I got to go and talk to somebody else. I, you know, I got a lot of people to see. Well, you're a busybody and you're a tattler. You're overflowing. And then not only idle, it said that this is kind of chilling to me. They learn to be unproductive unfruitful i mean uh not working and a simple way to look at it is somebody say well there's my car new car full of gas take it if you need it uh the key's in the car no problem i gotta go bob i'm catch the train and then they often you go in the house and well i do need to go to the store and it is five miles i think i'll take the car up on him you know he's nice enough to offer you go out there there's no key in the ignition you look all over and you, you can't find it. And then you go ahead and walk to the store and come back and the guy said, gets back and he said, uh, "Do you use the car?" I, 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 it didn't look like it moved. know, I couldn't find the key. Oh, I forgot to tell you, it's in a little envelope in the glove compartment marked uh, aspirin." You know oh, I forgot to tell you that, Bob. Well, what he told him didn't work. And the man may have done it on purpose. Well, I want to look like I'm generous, but I just soon he not drive the car. So I'll say, and the key was in the car, you know, that kind of stuff. And and that's what happens here. So idle is not work. It, do, it doesn't work. So you tell somebody something about somebody well, I'm not sure it was them, and that's gossip too, but, but that don't work, but it could have been. I don't know, and I heard this, but it's probably not true. You know, well, why say those things? That's uh, idle. So then, uh, uh, kind of quickly, to, to go back to, to where he said that, you look at who he was talking to. I mean, just uh, a couple of verses. Oh, generation of vipers, you're evil. How can you speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks abundance of the heart a good man out of the good treasure brings forth good things an evil man but i say unto you every idle word every word and you go back and look what they said over here when they accused him of being under uh, using satan's power it said they brought one possessed devil blind dumb and he healed him insomuch that he was able to see and talk uh, immediately and all the people were amazed and said is this not the messiah the son of david but when the Pharisees heard that them say that, they said, no, he cast out devils. But it's not how you think. It's really by evil power, by Satan. And you know, he might be the Antichrist. What if we go? He deceives us. That's, that's how it might be. And we'll follow him. We'll lose everything. And they told the people that away from him. He didn't have to hear it. And they come to him and he said, Jesus knew their thoughts. Why? He knows every one of them, like the birds in the tree. He made them. He holds everything together, much less their minds. He knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against, that won't work. What's wrong with you? Satan cast out Satan by common sense alone. You know you're wrong. Therefore I say unto you, all manner of sin and blasphemy will be forgiven unto men. But this, what you've said, that the Holy Spirit is Satan, is evil, won't be forgiven. Whosoever speaks against the Son of Man, it will be forgiven him. So I always thought there, too. I thought, well, what, what is that supposed to mean? He is He is the Spirit of God. He has the Holy Spirit. And the Father has. They're two persons. The third person is the Holy Spirit, purely as it were. And I believe they became complete, like it says, when He came and lives in now the body that He inhabits believers, that we all are the Holy Spirit of God. So and when the Lord said this, or even... The, that's... To me, I don't know how else to say it. It'd be like Mary, the mother of Christ at 16 or whatever. And somebody come in there, and she said, Oh, I just spoke to the angel, I'm going to bear the, and so they take a, 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 you know, and kill her, and and just horrible, you'd say, good, that's, what have you done, what have, you know, and and that would never happen, it wouldn't have been allowed to happen, but in that way, the Holy, that's, the Holy Spirit is the, the Father and Son are pure and divine, but they are too, persons. The Holy Spirit is a third person, but he's always seen the Lord said he'll tell you about me. He'll and and he won't speak for himself. But his purpose and he became complete when he lives in us. That's the heart of God given to us. So that's the only way I kind of know to even try to understand. You speak and call him Satan, the Holy Spirit of the father and me you won't be forgiven of that he doesn't say if not or and or maybe you know but you can speak a word against me and it'll be forgiven so i don't know he's saying that to him and in the world to come or here or now forget about it you won't be forgiven for what you've said so either make the tree good and its fruit good or make the tree corrupt and its fruit corrupt because a tree is known by its fruit and, O oh, generation of vipers, how can you be evil and speak good things? Because out of your heart you speak. But a good man, out of the good treasure of your heart, bring forth good things. So, to, to end up here, a new creature, him living in you as you, if you have your heart, no unforgiveness and bitterness to where you can, he's saying, that is the way. That if you have a heart without unforgiveness towards people and don't hate anybody and or don't, Forgive them totally and can pray for them. Maybe you can't be around them for whatever reason, but it's not because you don't like, you you hate them or you can't pray. He said, pray for them. Love your enemies. Pray for them. Do good if you can. But if, you know, you don't cause trouble by doing what's not going to work anyway. And if you, like he said, once talked to them and they won't hear you, then then that's pretty much it until they decide to, to change but you need to be able to love them and not have anything be able to forgive them and that is a giant step I'll tell you To and I couldn't do it didn't think I could but I've mentioned it multiple times is that a few years ago uh, uh, the Lord convicted me he got my attention put it that way and I realized what is so true I'm no better than anybody else and they're no better than me except for God we would all be and we're dead and unfruitful And when he lives in you, that's all you got that's good is him. There's only one good, and that's God. So a good man, a new creature, out of the good, out of the divine treasure of his heart will bring forth good things. But an evil man will bring forth evil. So to me, if you're a believer in this life here, you're both natures. You can revert to the old man and his deeds, or you can live in the new creature and his deeds all about love or all about almost love, but not quite, but I'm working. You know, that I, I said that so much. I'm not making fun of nobody but me. But he made me realize that's not what I said. Almost everybody. I said, if there's only one brother that you have problem with that you can't forgive and at least pray for and love, maybe you can't be fellowship with him. And he said, if you can't, don't then. But if you can't forget, then no. You're in full darkness with The way I see it. Great darkness. How great is it when you are blind and cannot see that truth. So that's so important. So then I say to you though. Every not working conversation you have. As believers are lost. Is not going to work. If it ain't working. Because you're leaving something out. You're not being completely truthful. That's what it means. The implication is. You're, you're, you should be telling them something that will work. But you're telling them something that won't work on purpose. And then they try it. Well, I don't know what happened. Well, I don't know. man. I thought that would work. But well, it, it didn't work. Oh, I forgot to tell you. <laughs> See, and you, if you did that on purpose, and we all know what that would be. So one more thing after saying all of that. The Word of God is quick alive and powerful it's sharper than any sword two-edged it'll pierce even to divide apart your mind or soul and thoughts from you and your spirit just like joints and marrows bones and whatever and he is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart and there is no creature that is not fully open. To the eyes of the Lord with whom we have to deal. Some of his words just put you in a state of euphoria, and some of the, uh, the words uh, he's more serious than a person might want him to be, but it, it's all serious. But if we love Him with our heart, we're okay. And if we love Him with our heart, He says you'll love others that I live in. If you don't love them, can't forgive them, you don't love me with all your heart. That is as true as this right here. What you tell people, how you talk to people, and the thoughts you you bring forth about things and about people in life. Let them work. Say what works. Don't, Don't say stuff that don't work that sounds good. High and mighty wisdom, words of man. Paul said, I won't come to you that way because why? It doesn't work. All it does is mislead you and entertain you. I'll come to you with the straight, simple words of God. Thank you for listening to the program.